The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network and ChicagoBears.com. Download the Chicago Bears official mobile app for up-to-the-minute Bears content every day. And now, welcome to Bears All Access, your all-access pass into Chicago Bears football. Bears All Access is brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by Athletical Physical Therapy and CDW. Great couple of days up here at Hallisaw. Bears opening training camp. Pads aren't on yet till Monday, but a pleasant good evening to everyone. I'm Jeff Joniak. Well, my broadcast partner, Tom Thayer from News Radio 1059 WBBM. Welcome in everybody to 670 The Score. We're brought to you by IGS Energy. Our producer, Jordan Treadup and Cesar Perez tonight handling things at the score. Uh, big Tom Thayer, a lot to break down, a lot of things to look at. I'm going to start the whole proceedings, though, with Luke Getze today on the progress of Justin Fields. So far from where we started, for sure. We still have a long way to go, though. Um, uh, as far as, like, attacking the system and the knowledge of the system, what's going on around him, I think he's, he's done a great job with that, that part of it. Now it's just getting the experience in those reps. Um, and the, and the cool part about it is, you know, in a couple more days we get to put pads on, this thing gets to be real. You know, these, these helmet practices are, are, are great because you get timing and rhythm and stuff like that. But um, this game is a feel game, and the only way you get the real feel is if it's the real thing. And so uh, these, these reps that will be coming down the road here will be, will be super important for him. And they sure will. Tommy's uh, basically echoing what you say all the time. Right. Well, Luke is exactly right. I'm not a fan of uh, no pad football. However, from what we've seen carry over from the OTAs of the mandatory minicamp now in a training camp, the speed in which they're playing with, they're practicing with, is impressive. And I think everybody can benefit from that, even though they're not in pads. They are being a little bit as they are being as as aggressive as you can be without pads on. And I think once next week gets here, it's going to be interesting to watch that whole process that Luke talks about, about the tempo of practice, about the readiness of the team once they break the huddle and the understanding by everybody. So, uh, you know, you're going to get guys like Riley Reef have a better understanding of the system by the time they get into full pads. So, you know, there's a lot of competition out there, a lot of specific competition at positions, but there's nothing like padded football because that's what everybody wants to see. But like I said, I'm encouraged at the speed in which they're practicing at. Yeah, uh, Riley Reef at left tackle a little bit today, uh, rotating with Braxton Jones. Uh, Tevin Jenkins not at practice today at right tackle. And then uh, center Lucas Patrick left. Don't uncertain uh, reasons why, uh, but we'll uh, learn more maybe here in the coming days. Overall, Tom, execution offensively. Uh, Not as smooth today, but there are also some big plays. And we're going to talk to Justin Fields coming up uh, at around 6.10, a couple of segments for about 20 minutes with Justin Fields, our interview with him. Uh, Overall, Tom, Luke Getze wants to see the execution clean up. Yeah, no, so Coach created really good situations for us. So what we've done, we've done situational football, but we've kind of isolated those situations. But Coach did a great job today was putting them in to like in the middle of the practice spontaneous so the guys didn't uh, have a chance to prepare, you know, if you will. Um, and so those were great reps. You saw we, we jumped twice, then we came back and did it a third time, and we did we executed it really well. That's something that we talked about as a staff that we want to do more of instead of just putting it at the end of practice and saying, hey, this is how we do it. Let's actually put it in the middle of the practice and let these guys react to it. So that's that's ex- that's exactly why we did, the, uh, did that, so we can make sure that these guys can – Stay poised and not let that chaos that happens when you're trying to beat a replay or was it a catch, not a catch, and we're trying to run, and then now the defense makes a call on the front. 
trying to get you to jump, and then that's what we did. We did jump. And hurrying up to get to the line of scrimmage time. Tempo, tempo, tempo. Yeah, you, but, but, you know, I like the way the coaches are scripting the practices, Jeff, because I think everybody, every segment, no matter where you're on the field, what the down and distance, everybody can benefit from it. Because once the players go home, that's really when the coaches' meeting starts. And then they have to get together and they have to script the plays they want to see run the next day. And then they can put the players in some pressurized situation that they can get an evaluation of how they react to it. Is it an immediate snap count? Is it a one-decision read by Justin Fields? Are they putting pressure on a, an isolated cornerback? Is there a mismatch between a tight end and maybe a linebacker and a safety? So it is fun, but you really have to pay attention to practice to look at the countless hours these coaches are putting in to making sure these scripts are not only putting pressure on the players, but they're going to benefit them in the long run. We talk about Cole Komet all the time, about a breakout season for him. Again, top 10 in yards, targets, and catches over the last uh, nine, week 9 to week 17 of the season last year. Back shoulder throw on the seam today from Justin Fields. It's something significant. Yeah, um, I mean, that's, some, that's a throw we've been working a lot this offseason. So it's been, it was pretty cool to execute that today down the field. Yeah, knew exactly the reason to throw that with the leverage I had on the guy and uh, that was really cool to see, so we'll definitely build on that. And build on the Mooney relationship. So you got Komet, you got Mooney. That's where Justin is going right now with some clarity and some chemistry, Tom. Yeah, but, Jeff, you talk about Cole Komet, you talk about Darnell Mooney, talk about Jalen Johnson, talk about Eddie Jackson, because these are the guys that are going to have the coverage responsibilities against these talented receivers. So when I go back and practice, not necessarily watching teamwork, watching one-on-ones, see how Cole Komet and Eddie Jackson play against each other and who's the most disruptive force when they're going uh, wide receiver, defensive back, one-on-ones, just like I think it's going to be incredible battles between Jalen Johnson and Darnell Mooney through the training camp practices. In another one, pay attention to this one, Valus Jones versus Kyler Gordon, because I think you're going to see a significant amount of reps, and when the pads come on, it is, I listen, man, I've never been a big fan of one-on-ones with wide receivers and defensive backs because it's kind of unrealistic. But these battles that are developing in the early stages of our camp are going to be fun to watch. And they're playfully jawing with each other a little bit. Those two, Vailis Jones uh, Jr. and the second-round cornerback. couple of big plays today. Uh, Eddie Jackson with a pick six. And Lamar Jackson, 6'2", 208. Noticed him in uh, minicamp. The body is just ideal for that position. He's long, athletic, a second-year man out of Nebraska, free agent added to the roster uh, in 22 here, Tom. You, you pointed him out, too, to me today. Right. Uh, you know, the young kid out of Nebraska, defensive back, 6'2", 200 pounds plus. But then you got uh, Harry, the wide receiver that they recently brought in. These are a couple of interesting guys to pay attention to see if they're going to earn their opportunity to win jobs in this field. And Nikhil Harry, big guy, is going up, can high point the ball, can run through defensive back coverage. And when you talk about uh, how important it is for Justin to have these types of targets, I think there's going to be a lot of competition out there on the offensive side of the ball. Time for a break, Tom. When we come back, we'll visit with Justin Fields. QB1 joins us here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score.
Welcome back to Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy. Choose clean energy for your home at IGS.com because every good choice adds up to a better world. Training camp underway with Tom Thayer. I'm Jeff Joniak, and pleased to be joined by the starting quarterback of your Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. I know your time is valuable, so we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I know uh, saying something like being excited is an understatement, but how excited are you? Because you're the guy. And yeah. this is your team now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if there was a skill, I don't, I don't think I can, you know, name that skill. I think everybody in the building's, you know, very excited to get things going. And um, you know, uh, I think everybody's had a great break and you know been working very hard. So you know, everybody's just excited to, you know, finally get to play some real football now. Did you need a little bit of time just to reset a little bit after the off season? A uh, lot to learn, a lot of people to get to know. You got so many new teammates, uh, and just put yourself in the right frame of mind to begin this process. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, you know, a good reset is always needed, especially, you know, with the length of this season. Um, so um, it's, 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 it's finally time to lock in now. So, again, uh, everybody's here, everybody's focused, and um, everybody's ready to get going. Justin, i got to ask you one fun question before we get to the seriousness of football. When you stood at home plate at Wrigley Field and yeah. you hit a home run out of that stadium, did that surprise you? Because for you and the rest of the guys that were able to hit home runs, I've been in that park my whole life growing up in this area. Did it surprise you when you were able to take it out of the out of the park? All right, so I'll tell you, like, everything that went down. So I think I was the fourth guy to go, and then I saw three guys that, you know, didn't really – Cole went before me, but I knew Cole was the only guy that, like, played baseball seriously. But when I saw, like – Two other guys, you know, they were hitting ground roll doubles, like one hop in the fence. I was like, all right, I, I, I might be able to get one out. So um, after I saw that, you know, uh, I hit my first one. It, was, it wasn't it was that deep. And the second one that I hit, I mean, it went, you know, out of the stadium, like you said. So it was it was just crazy being there, crazy having that experience. And, um, you know, it was, it was just a awesome moment for, you know, everyone on the team. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy for sure. Well, impressive because it's something I know I couldn't do. But one of the similarities – my first year with the Bears, I came to the Bears after they got beat in the NFC Championship game. Mm -hmm. And really, my first year was so competitive. You're trying to earn a position, trying to earn respect. It wasn't a lot of fun. <laughs> it was just hard work. Is this year, do you feel it's going to be a lot more fun because of what you went through last year? Uh, Yeah, I think, you know, if you're not having fun playing football, then you kind of – you know, just have to take a step back because, <clears throat> excuse me, but kind of just have to take a step back because, you know, we've we've pretty much everyone on this team has been playing football, you know, since, since a young age. So, um, you know, I think a lot of guys, once they start stop having fun with it, then, you know, they, you know, start playing the game for the wrong reason. But, um, yeah, just, you know, being able to have fun, you know, being able to get out there and, you know, feel like a little kid again and just – uh, just, just kind of play, play with your teammates, and you know, build that relationship throughout the season. And you know, at this time, this point in time right now, I think it's you know great for everyone. So um, you know, I'm excited for this year, and you know, just the uh, just the laid backness of the coaches, and just kind of how they you know go about things. When it's time to work, it's time to work, but they also know how to have fun at the same time. So uh, I think we have a great uh, culture here for sure. Bears quarterback Justin Fields, our guest here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, this is Bears All Access, and it's brought to you by IGS Energy with Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak. I want to go back to the baseball thing for a minute because talk about being a little kid. Yeah. I, I watched the, the, the Bears do the documentary 1920 Football Drive. I do the voiceover it, but I didn't get to go to Wrigley Field with you guys. 
But it wasn't just the home run derby. It was bags. It was stacking of the cups. And just seeing the raw enthusiasm and the childlike reaction to being somewhere other than a football field really stuck with me that you guys, and I think you alluded it uh, earlier this week at the news conference here at Hallis Hall, that you feel the team is closer this year, Mm -hmm. which is strange to say a little bit because there's only 27 guys still here from the 63 that wound up on the roster at the end of last year. So was that a terrific experience just for off the field bonding and just to be just the raw fun of being a kid again. Yeah, I mean it was a great experience, you know, uh kind of my like my kind of my first, you know, time doing something like that, just being in that environment, being at Wrigley. Um it was it was awesome, you know. Uh just kind of hanging out with their people there too and kind of learning the history there. We got to go to the locker room and stuff like that. So again, just having everyone, you know, in the locker room on the field um, you know, all just bonding with each other. I mean, it was it was it was it was an awesome time. And we shouldn't doubt your ability to to knock the ball out of the park because you were an excellent baseball player. Did you have <laughs> visions of being a pro baseball player ever? Uh, I did. You know, um, my late years of high school, I didn't play uh, baseball my senior year of high school, but my junior year I did, and then of course I graduated high school early to go play football. But, um, you know, my dad really pushed me as a baseball player, uh, probably more than I wanted to be pushed. You know, I think football was kind of <laughs> You know my my uh, you know first love, but um you know baseball. I grew up playing baseball since a young age too, and you know doing traveling and, and uh, all that stuff. So um you know just of course just you know having that and you know being playing I guess at a top level, uh you know baseball kind of all my life. You know you you kind of do have those aspirations of you know I could be a major league baseball player. Did you pitch? I pitched a little bit, but I stopped pitching around fourteen uh, years old. So yeah. Commit with something. Tom, yeah, I mean, he's yeah. he, he looked like uh, Mickey Mantle up there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was he was hitting him out with these. I mean, just seeing Cole up there, I didn't, I definitely didn't didn't see that coming for sure. Well, I will say, as an ex offensive lineman, I'm more impressed with Tevin Jenkins being able to crush one out just to give yeah. the big guys a little bit yeah. of their due, yeah. a little love. You know, you know, just when I this uh, off season when I was watching the speed in which the defense was playing in mm-hmm. all of OTAs and minicamp and any everything, how how beneficial was that for you in order to practice against the defense that is playing at that uh, that speed? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's one uh, one of our team qualities is you know always play fast and finish fast. So you know, just seeing a defense, you know, always trying to punch the ball out, always trying to create turnovers. That's definitely going to help me it's going to help you know everyone on offense just kind of see their energy and um you know of course you know once that season rolls around you know them having uh you know multiple turnovers a game and you know creating chaos for the uh, other team's offense that's just going to help the whole team from from the first play you called at the beginning of OTAs into the last play you called at the end of the mandatory minicamp did it seem like an entirely different operation because you became more familiar with it? You started to understand the talent. You understood what the the help that you were getting out of the offensive line, and and you know you got Mooney, you got Cole, you got Montgomery guys that you're familiar with. Did it feel like a different operation at the end of the off OTAs and minicamp than it did at the very first day? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, Luke Getzey, he kind of threw a lot at us, you know, the whole OTAs, whole mini camp. So I think, you know, towards the beginning of it, guys were kind of swimming. Guys were just trying to find their way, you know, just, you know, making sure they know everything to do. But, of course, as we got along through OTAs, through mandatory mini camp, you know, guys were feeling more and more comfortable. So 
Um, I think that's going to be the biggest part of part of camp is just, you know, building every day, getting more and more comfortable and making sure, you know, guys are, you know, locked in the whole time and, you know, just, just staying healthy. So, um, but I think, you know, the more, you know, we're in this offense, the more reps we get, you know, it's, it's just inevitable. Uh, just the, you know, the amount of comfort that we're going to feel in this offense and stuff like that. So Justin Fields, our guest here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Tom and Jeff with you. Uh, we'll have Justin for another segment as well, wrapping up this one. Uh, can you describe what your welcome to the NFL moment was that you That's can easy. build off? That's very easy. I think <laughs> everybody knows that one. But uh, what was it, the second preseason game last year, Bills? I uh, put a double move on the backside and, you know, was hot and the linebacker came and crushed me. I mean, the, the hit definitely looked worse on TV than it felt, but um, that was definitely, you know, <laughs> welcome to uh, the NFL moment for me. For sure. That was the smelling sauce that yeah. you didn't need, right? Right. That but, you know, need. you've taken some pops. I mean, everybody yeah. goes back to the college tape and we remember the big games, uh, that Clemson game, for example. Uh, but, you know, you are, you know, coach talked today about being resilient. Ryan Poles talked about being resilient. You, do you feel you are? I am. You know, uh, I think uh, there's been a lot of things thrown at me in my life. And, of course, there's going to be more things that are thrown at me in the future. But you just got to, you know, push through, through those things, get through those things. And, um, you know, just keep a, uh, a, a a mindset that, you know, you're never going to be phased by anything. And, you know, whatever you may go through, um, you can get through it. And you are going to get through it. So you, you, you have to be uh, really resilient to, you know, whatever, you know, might, might come to your life, whatever challenges you might face. Justin Fields, our guest. Let's take a break. With Tom, I'm Jeff, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This segment of Bears All Access is brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy. Visit athletico.com to request an appointment in clinic or virtually and start feeling better tomorrow. Justin Fields, our guest for one more segment here on Bears All Access, and we're brought to you by IGS Energy. Justin, I can't let you get away without this. I went to Notre Dame. You went to Ohio State, yeah. first game of the college season. First game of the year. What do you expect there? You know, Notre <laughs> Dame's got a new head coach. I've never been mm -hmm. to Ohio State. I know the historic horseshoe and everything, but what do you think about that game? Yeah, I think the you know, Buckeyes are at least going to win, win by 14 points. So I'm excited <laughs> to, you know, see my boy CJ out there balling out. Of course, my uh, guy, Jackson Smith and Jake Bird going crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, the Buckeyes are going to take that one home for sure. First game have you been back to a college game since you've been in the NFL? I haven't, but I think we might have that day off, so I might be able to make it back to uh, Columbus to, to to make that one. So as long as you know we don't have anything on our schedule, we don't have any anything to do here. I'm gonna you know try my hardest to to to, to get back there and uh, catch that one for sure. Well, here's the deal. I'm gonna throw something on the table for you guys. So you guys are dog lovers. You have the same kind of dogs. An Ohio State win. Tom's babysitting. He, he's going to take care of business. He's going to walk the dogs for a week, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, hey, man, and you're going to be too busy to walk his dogs. So. Anytime, dog, anytime Tom. you need someone to take care of your dogs, dude, I'm I'm there for you. Yeah. I got. They can come in here and hang out with my three Frenchies, and mm -hmm. we'll have a great time. Hey, what is what? it with the Frenchies? Why do you two love that particular breed? I don't know. Uh, I got Uno. In uh, my sophomore year in college, so I think, you know, I was just how cute they were. And I, I kind of like small dogs because you can kind of treat them like puppies their, their, their whole lives. So, um, and they're, of course, you don't have to pick up their poop. That's, you know, human size. So, um, it's, it's, it's not too bad. Just, just, uh, just you know, I just love Frenchies for some reason. I have no idea. How about you? 
you know, I got introduced to him from the space I was living in downtown Chicago. I knew that you didn't have to have go on those extreme walks with them. They're just great companions and, and, and fun to be around. Yeah, sure. Hey, Justin, I have another question. So, you know, as an ex-offensive lineman, if we went through a coaching change, I could still watch my games from last year because I'm just looking at specific offensive line techniques, traits, and fundamentals. As a quarterback, do you go back and watch the tape from last year or do you watch instructional tape that your new coaches have brought aboard to kind of look how the offense is going to look and how it's going to work? Yeah, so I actually went back and watched last year too just, uh, you know, what decisions I made, you know, what um, what I would maybe do uh, this year compared to last year and, of course, you know, uh, just how I played, you know. Uh, what mistakes I made and stuff like that just to learn from. But I'm also watching instructional tape, you know, from our new coaches here, just, you know, stuff from Green Bay, uh, the protections that, you know, we have now versus last year and stuff like that. So, um, again, the coaches have done a great job, you know, teaching me and uh, teaching everyone else just our protections and stuff like that. So. Justin Fields, our guest here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This is Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy. All right, let's get into the roster a little bit because your weaponry, a lot of new faces. Uh, the bond that you and Darnell, uh, you know, I, I was impressed with him the moment I shook his hand. Yeah. He's a professional yeah. already. Yeah. He's a young guy. He's a professional. So you guys are bonding that way. I believe you're the same exact way. You guys both want to be great. You've stated it. And I know a lot of players do that when they come into the league, but there's there's action that's involved with yeah, it. Sure. He's putting it to action. You're putting it to action. Now you got a guy like Nikhil Harry, uber talented. I mean, he's as big as Roquan Smith fast. You know, getting a second chance, bonding with a guy like that. All these different veterans coming in. And then you got the tight end group, some newbies. Whole commit, big takeoff year for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe more red zone opportunities and whatnot. You fitting in in this offense with your mobility. You were an outstanding outside-the-pocket quarterback last year and making plays on the run. You were the number one rated quarterback in the NFL. You didn't get as many opportunities, but you were number one according to Pro Football Focus. How do you blend all that together? And you own this. This is your your team. This is the Bears' offense with all these different pieces to the puzzle and just working together. Yeah, I think you know we have a lot of guys that have a lot of uh, playmaking ability. You know the potential to you know be big players. So I think at the end of the day, it's going to be you know uh, finding out what we do best as a team, what we do best as an offense. You know, running those plays and getting even better at them, and you know executing those plays in games, in situations. And um, you know, just just making those plays when it when it when it you know comes down to it, when it's third down, when it's a two minute before the half, two minute at the end at the uh, end of the game. So it's just you know, uh, practice practicing those situations in practice. You know, going through it and seeing what guys can do, what what we do best as an offense, and you know, go, going out in the game and executing those plays just just like we do in practice. Coach talked about you know it's going to be a tough camp. Mm-hmm. Put it in everybody's head the moment he got hired. Uh, what did you do? Or have you added any? I know Rod Marinelli came to speak to you guys as well. Talked about putting on the armor. You're a, you're a gym rat anyway. You love the weight room, but are you uh, shaped any different way, or are you heavier, lighter? What is it? I'm lighter, and I lost about from the time we left. I lost about two percent body fat, so I'm way about what two twenty one, two twenty two now, and I 
have about 8% body fat. So I lost a little bit of body fat and I actually didn't lift as much. You know, this offseason, I kind of just, you know, got my mobility better and, you know, was just, just running really. So, yeah. Justin, when you look at the course of practice, you have one-on-ones with your receivers, you have seven-on-seven seven with your receivers, and then you have teamwork with all 11. Does, does the all 11 teamwork benefit you the most because the rush is involved or do you learn little intricacies about the receivers that you're working with through one-on-ones and seven-on-seven as much as teamwork? Yeah, I think one-on-ones is a, you know, good example or good, you know, uh, test for the receivers just just to see, you know, how well they do in one-on-one matchups because, of course, you know, playing in the NFL, there's going to be a lot of one-on-one matchups. So, you know, seeing what guys can win one-on-one, seeing what guys I can just throw the ball up to, 50-50 chances, you know, hopefully they come down uh, with it most of the time where it's just an incomplete pass. But, you know, just seeing, you know, those guys, you know, make plays and make contested catches, I think, you know, one-on-one, seven-on-seven, and team, I think, you know, all of them, uh, you know, I can learn from them, learn how, you know, they're thinking and, and kind of just uh, just learn the different ways because in 7-on-7, seven seven, you're not getting that much blitzes. So, of course, when, you know, blitzes have happen when we go 11-on-11, 11 11, you know, there's there's stuff that the receivers will do uh, if somebody blitzes from their side. So I'm um, just seeing if, you know, they're grasping that, you know, grasping, um, you know, just the way our offense is ran and just seeing if they're, you know, executing it on the field, I think. You know, you can learn a lot from one-on-one, seven-on-sevens, and, you know, of course, 11-on-11, too. So um, just all of those in practice and, you know, just, just seeing those guys perform, it's, it's, it's going to be great just, just learning. You know, re- receivers, man, they can talk a lot like the defensive backs and stuff. Is there any receivers that you got to, hey, man, I, I, I got you. I understand that they want to talk to you every time they come back to the line of scrimmage after you run a play, or is it – kind of digest all the new information that you're being fed and just kind of get a better understanding of it before what is it September 11th the first regular season game uh yeah I mean we we uh all talk of course and you know it's the biggest thing is is just being on the same page so uh if you know we might not connect on one route or they were thinking a different thing we'll just you know uh walk up to each other after the play and of course you know I was I would see what he was thinking of course uh, give my input on what I was thinking or what I thought, you know, he, uh, the receiver would do. And, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd go back to the drawing board and fix it. And um, just it's, it's really just that simple, just kind of making sure that we're on the same page so I know what they're doing. And, you know, of course, they, they know what I'm thinking. Remaining moments with Justin Fields, kind enough to join us here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak. All right, a couple of wrap-ups, and then we'll do some quick hitters, fun stuff. All right, just kind of put a bow on this. Mm-hmm. What do you tell the fans about what's next for this team? Because they don't know the team. We don't know the team. Yeah. Heck, you guys don't even know what it's all going to look like. Yeah. So many new faces. But everybody I've spoken to that is putting on a helmet and pads has had the same thought. Just watch. Just wait. Don't yeah. knock us down the the road a little bit here. Just wait and see what we got for you. How would you put it? I mean, yeah. Um, I can promise the fans just, just one thing, you know. Uh, just the uh, culture and uh, kind of our mindset of our team, it's its all the same. And, you know, we don't care, uh, you know, what everybody else is saying because we know what we do in the building. We know what we can do as a team. And um, as long as we get all three phases going, offense, defense, and special teams, and, you know, just the effort and the finish that we're going to play with, um, they're going to see that. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, who can execute when it's time to execute and, you know, who's going to make plays when it's time to make plays. So 
again, I mean, you know, the fans are going to see that regardless on, you know, who's going to make plays and we're going to make plays. Uh, we're going to cause turnovers on defense. We're going to score. Uh, we're going to be uh, masters at situational football. So all of that, just putting all of that, you know, in, you know, our game and making sure that, you know, we were executing at, you know, all three phases, I think, you know, the, the sky's the limit for our team and, you know, what we can do. And what does Justin Fields want? I want a Super Bowl. That's that's all I want. I don't care if, you know, I don't care what happens. I want a Super Bowl, and, of course, I want to beat the beat the Packers. So, I, you know, that's, that's really the only thing I want in life right now. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. Yeah. Quick five. We do this for all the guys. All right. You got a bucket list item? Like, just for anything or what? Life. Life. Don't Super Bowl. A Super Bowl, yeah. I mean, uh, again, that's the only thing I want right now. Just just one, and of course, once I get that one, I'm going to want another one. But right now, it's just one Super Bowl. That's 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 all I want. Have you had a moment in your life that you were starstruck? I don't think I have, actually, you know. I don't think I've been starstruck by anybody. But the funny thing is, when little kids come up to you and stuff, yeah. they're starstruck. I know, <laughs> and I love seeing their reactions because kids are so funny when, uh, you know, of course, they see someone they... they look up to and just you know because they they don't think about what anybody's thinking they just you know full of excitement and full of happiness so it's always good seeing uh kids kids meet uh people that they look up to i just saw a picture tom of jim kelly as a little boy going up to terry bradshaw for a for an autograph it's a great picture yeah. favorite meal favorite meal you see i i i can't you know choose choose that one because i i like too many foods and of course, uh, I, I, you gotta I, give me one. Give me, give me some. Right. You I've gotta, been, I, been I eating, gotta have a dish. I've been eating a lot of acai bowls lately. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know that's not a you know dish yeah. or a meal, but you know those those are really good. So that's kind of my yeah. uh, go to snack for sure. Do you have a prized possession? Prized possession. Um, just, just my dog, really. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> simple. Yeah, simple. Simple, but but important. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great year. Stay healthy. And we'll be looking forward to see what it all looks like. With Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak, we'll continue with Bears All Access after this on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. See your Chicago Bears at Soldier Field on August 9th for the Meyer Bears Family Fest. Tickets just 10 bucks. Get yours at ChicagoBears.com. Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer from Hattasaw getting you ready for the Bears 2022 season. couple of practices in the books today. Tom Eddie Jackson had uh, a, a couple of nice plays. Uh, this is what he told media today, what he wants from this season. I just want to be better than I was last year. And that's, that's it, and be a better leader. You know, go out there and make plays, you know, and win. Um, I really eliminated the personal goals this year. You know, it was just more overall, like, helping the team, you know, come in and be a better version of myself. And I know I'm a vet now, you know, one of those guys in the room. So a lot of young guys look up to me, and that's I got to lead from the front how I prepare, how I work, how I'm in meetings, how I walk around the building, how I attack the weight room. It's all that, that type of stuff, and I feel like everything else will fall in line. Tom, you like what you're hearing? Yeah, I do, because I want Eddie Jackson to return to that playmaking uh, guy that we got to know him early in his career. And I do think it can benefit the defense, obviously, and I think they'll put him in a position to be that playmaker. And I'm glad you leave these all these personal goals behind because the only goal that's important, like Justin talked about moments ago, is winning a Super Bowl. And that's the greatest achievement in sports that any individual can have. And so if Eddie's actions lead to that defense playing better and getting themselves in contention to win a division and win the Super Bowl, that's all I care about. I like what he has to say when he you know, lead from the front because right. uh, even though he's on the back end of the defense uh, – he knew he kind of had to take uh, some control of the situation here. It's a clean slate for him, just like everybody else. He's 
He's in the, in the midst of a, a big contract. But, you know, some of those guys up front, those uh, big personalities like the Akeem Hicks of the world, uh, not that Khalil Mack had a outward personality uh, in terms of uh, being a rah-rah guy. He was a big personality amongst the team. So a guy of his experience and a two-time pro bowler, uh, Eddie Jackson, is a good guy to help some of those young guys transition. Heck, you know, he was brisker once, uh, not that long ago. Yeah. But, you know, Jeff, when when the early competition comes in the Soldier Field or an away game, they're going to challenge Eddie Jackson because they're not going to listen to his interviews and they're going to say, oh, man, this guy, I assume that he's going to be a completely different player. They're going to go after him and say, okay, if we have a successful interior run and that running back, fullback gets to the third level, is Eddie Jackson, will, is Eddie Jackson willing to step in the way and make a big tackle? If we challenge him with the tight end, or our third receiver, and he has coverage responsibility at the line of scrimmage. Can he coverage, and is he willing to break up the pass before it turns into a completion? So no matter what he says now early in this preseason, he's still going to be tested throughout the regular season. Played a lot of man snaps last year, 12th highest in the league, but uh, the Colts safeties, obviously, in a, in a cover two situation uh, and in this defense, play zone a heck of a lot more, probably uh, triple the amount uh, that, uh, or double at least. And that's uh, really we're going to see across the board a lot more man, uh, uh, excuse me, a lot more zone, whereas, you know, even Jalen Johnson last year played, you know, a lot of man. Eyes are going to be on the football, and that's uh, hopefully going to lead to more takeaways, that's for sure. Uh, and I, here's another thing, too. You talked about the buy-in. Obviously, you have to have it uh, if you want to have a successful a team and a team that's dialed in, and it appears to be the case. And there was that pretty quickly, according to Jackson. The type of coach we have, it's 100%. I feel like it's me and everybody. We bought in 100%. You know, we went through the OTAs phase. You just seen, like, the first month we was here, just, like, how the coaches is. You know, they have their best interest. Like, coaches hitting you up, actually, how the fam. You know, just personal stuff outside of football. So that right there lets you know someone genuinely care about you. And when you go in a meeting room, it's more easier for when they, you know, they say a message or something. It's, it's easier for you to take that message and, you know, run with it. But I feel like right now it's 100%. They got our trust. And that trust hopefully will pay off. Yeah, but, you know, the the team, the Chicago Bears fans, Chicago Nation, they suffered last year because of what they went through. And I think when you'd have this change of a culture and you bring in the Ryan Poles and the Matt Eberflus and you know these guys that are paid their dues to be awarded the position that they've, they've been put in, they're here to win. They're here to win divisions. They're here to win Super Bowl. So, listen, man, I... You know, as soon as Matt Eberflus, the first time at the podium, talked about running shoes, I wanted to see if it was going to carry through all the way in and to and through training camp. And it has so far. So the message was clearly delivered. It was believed by the players, and now it's being delivered. And I think it builds more faith and trust in what they see going forward. Yeah, it may have been only an hour in, what, 30-minute practice, something like that today. Uh, it'll get longer in the, when they get into the pads portion of it, but this is the ramp-up period. And, you know, just talking to Darnell Mooney today, you know, the, the guys were gassed. I mean, even though they thought they were ready, you know, they were, they were running a lot today. Dude, it's nonstop. I don't, you know, you go back from coming off of six weeks of a mini vacation before the season starts and you, day one practice, you're running for a solid 90 plus minutes. And some of those guys stay out after practice and put in a little extra work. It's super fatiguing. But then Monday, 
when they come out there and they got thigh pads in, knee pads in, shoulder pads on, a little bit more air in your helmet, your fingers taped up, it's going to even be more exhausting. But they're going to be thankful that they put in the work thus far so they're able to get through the practice with the equal amount of uh, effort that they have so far this preseason. All right, speaking of Moni uh, and the connection with Justin Fields, uh, there is a respect for way uh, Justin is leading out of the gate to start this season as the number one quarterback. Yeah, true. Uh, with him just being more vocal and uh, uh, just having the, you know, understanding that he is the guy and uh, that this is his team. So um, that um, he uh, he brings in, you know, at, like we were just outside after practice uh, just throwing routes and then everybody just seeing, well, you have some guys that see him walking over and just seeing him walk over just to get more reps, you can't just like walk up the field you have to see him like okay i gotta get some more reps in here with him because yeah. uh the way he moves everybody else i mean has to has to go with him or we won't go anywhere so i mean justin's a good guy great great player great work ethic and uh i mean he can't do it all by so we gotta we gotta work with him everybody i love that line wherever he moves we gotta go with him so if justin wants to stay after practice guy should stay after practice now the first couple days Last two guys off the playing field, way, way after everybody else left. Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney, also Cole Komet in that mix as well. But, you know, another reflection from receiver to quarterback, Jeff, when we were on the field and Darnell Mooney caught a pass for about 27, 28 yards, and then he ran an extra 30, 35 yards after the catch, and the defensive backs were chasing him. He wanted to get in the end zone because he wanted a complete that pass all the way into the end zone. It's kind of that mentality that you get ingrained in your head. Those are the type of con conditioning extra efforts that helps everybody. You got the defensive backs chasing him. You got Darnell Mooney running full speed. You have a great over-the-middle type of catch. So those types of efforts, it's not only for Justin. It's not only for Darnell Mooney. It's for the entire team. And so I, it's, it is really exciting to see what you do during practice. But then that extra effort that you give after practice to make sure that you're on the same page and every minor detail of this offense it's going to be beneficial in the long run another guy dialed in Nikhil Harry uh, Luke Getze the offensive coordinator impressed read about read about a guy right and you, you're in the draft process and then you and all that stuff but when he gets him in front of you and you're like whoa dude's a, he's, a, he's a big thick dude I mean he's he's an <laughs> impressive guy but even more impressed with like his mentality how he came in here like he came in here with a purpose and um, to be here for like a week basically uh, and grab that playbook and be as far along as he is already. Very impressed with, with how he's approached this thing. Could be a heck of an acquisition, Tom. Well, you know what? Jeff, we got to hold a roster on our hand during practice because you're just not 100% familiar with every single number. And the Bears ran a screen out there, and I watched one of the wide receivers come in and make an impressive block. And I did have to look down at my roster, and it was Nikhil Harry. And so, yeah, if he's a target catching passes down the field, that is where you want to probably see him the most. However, this offense is never going to get going if you don't have the willingness for these big wide receivers to throw blocks downfield. So as an offensive lineman going out and make blocks on screens, that's what we're paid for. But now when you see these wide receivers go out and the willingness to put their body in front of a defender to give Dave Montgomery an extra six, eight yards on a screen, man, I'm all for it.
All right, we're going to take our last break of the show. Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak here on Bears All Access. It's brought to you by IGS Energy on 670 The Score. This segment of Bears All Access is brought to you by CDW. People who get it, final moments with Tom Thayer, Jeff Joniak here on Bears All Access. And let's talk Cole Komet because we've been talking a lot about Cole Komet. Uh, what he likes about the offense unveiled today. Well, we hit people next week, so we'll know pretty soon. Um, what I like about it is that you can do a lot of things off the run for the pass, and I think that sets up well for tight ends and receivers. Um, and you get guys on your heels. You, you get guys running. You get you're getting off the ball, um, and it's a fun it's a fun run system. I mean, you can see that with San Francisco. You know how Minnesota's been running it. Um, so definitely friendly for not only tight ends but the offensive line as well, and it can help receivers get open in the pass game. And he likes being a Y. He said that before. He likes digging in to, to dig out some guys too in the blocking scheme of it. Uh, Tommy also. Uh, knows what it's going to take to get to the next level. Yeah, I think just progressing every day. It's just taking a step every day, um, knowing what I'm doing in this offense and establishing myself with the coaches here and, and obviously with Justin. That's that's my main main thing and doing that every day, and I think I can get to where I want to go if I, if I, if I stay to that and, and keep progressing. I think for me, I, I'll know with my communication with coaches and, and Justin, like that's that, that's the main thing there. It is, but first of all, you got to run the ball well. All these big ideas and all these big goals of this offense, it's predicated on the fact that there's run concern by your opponent. If they're concerned with stopping the running game, then it's going to open all these downfield opportunities for Cole, for Justin, and every receiver on that team. So uh, that is going to be instrumental in the overall success of this offense. Uh, we don't have time, but uh, the nickel position is going to be a nice battle as well. Kyler Gordon playing outside, but also kicked inside today, Tom, for a, a few reps as well. He's an exciting player. He's got a good athleticism. He's got good feet. You get the knowledge of this defense, and I think that it's a position to be earned. Tom, we're out of time. Thanks, buddy. Oh, darn. <laughs> we'll see you next week. That's going to do it for us. Thanks to our special guest, Quarterback Justin Fields, our producers Jordan Treadup, Dan Brilli, and Cesar Perez. Down the line with Cody Decker coming up next, followed by an 8-10 pregame start with Zach Zabman and the fellas for Cubs-Giants in San Francisco. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening. This has been Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Thanks for listening to this Chicago Bears Network presentation of Bears All Access. Podcasts are available on chicagobears.com and on iTunes or download the official Bears mobile app. Bears All Access has been brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by Miller Lite.